0: Hello, everybody. Just a quick disclaimer before this week's episode. As you know, we've been recording our episodes remotely lately due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So please excuse the slight dip in audio quality. I also wanted to give a shout out to all the nurses, doctors, and medical professionals working every day to save lives. Y'all are the real heroes, and we love you. And now, here's the show.
1: From the beautiful city of
0: West Hollywood, we bring you Film Forward, the official podcast of the Los Angeles Diversity Film Festival. Hey, hey, welcome to Film Forward, everybody. We are back after a few weeks off. And during those few weeks, a film has hit the world with brute force. That film is host. And today we are joined by its star, Miss Haley Bishop. Hi. Haley, thank you for being here.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, we are honored to have you, and it's good to hear from you. Uh, the last time that I saw you, you were still living in LA and you were about to move to London. And it seems like London has been quite good to you.
1: I mean, I can't complain. It's been a good. I think it's now five years now. It's crazy that it was five, almost six years ago.
0: I know I was, time flies, doesn't it? No, I was like, I just saw Haley. No, nope. it was five years. That's
1: ago. What I, was, I was trying to think about <laughs> when I was like, oh, we just saw each other a couple. Oh no, that was like before I moved to London, and I was trying to remember what job it was on where I was just a lowly PA, and, and you were my boss
0: uh yeah i can't i can't (laughs) recall
1: (laughs) anyways yeah london's doing well it's it's been it's been i'm glad to be here i think i'll be here probably most of the rest of my life i'm assuming
0: yeah that's cool i mean london london's a it's kind of a kick-ass city i've only been there for a total of 52 hours Ah. and it was 52 great hours i was like i wish I was here for longer. It, it, there was the, the city has a lot to offer. It reminds me kind of like, it's like a cleaner version of New York.
1: Yeah. I, I, that's very accurate. I'd say it's very similar to New York and LA, as far as like, there's a lot of stuff to do. Lifestyle is pretty cool, but we get to, we get to walk around a lot more than you guys do in LA. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Well, congratulations on all of this film success host is Kick an ass. You guys got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. You guys are top in popularity on Letterboxd. For those who don't know about this film, give the audience a little introduction to it. Sure,
1: sure. So Host premise. I mean, it's about six friends who hire a medium to hold a Zoom seance while they're in lockdown. And as you would expect, uh, something goes terribly, terribly wrong and they invite something in that they do not want to mess with
0: which yeah and it's because i hold the seance you know every week or so and and nothing ever goes wrong so this was really surprising to me
1: yeah you got to respect the spirits this wouldn't <laughs> i don't know how many times i have to tell people you have to respect. <laughs> when you don't listen things get happen and you get uh i don't how, how many spoilers are we allowed to give on this All-
0: we'll try we'll try and keep some sport because I really want people who haven't seen it to to see it and I went in pretty pretty dark you know not knowing much about it mm-hmm. other than that you know the story took place on Zoom and it I mean I'm not gonna lie this it really you guys kind of scared the shit out of me <laughs> you guys got me more than a few times with some really remarkable scares. I mean, it's very creative and your performance, my friend is just, it's great. It's Thank really great. You.
1: Thank you. I'm glad it's so nice to hear that we scare people. Cause you know, we, you know, we're, we filmed it over the course of probably about two weeks. It was quite quick and you just never know Is is this going to be scary for anyone else or is it just like us having fun and people are going to be like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But then you hear people are like, oh, I shit myself. And you're like, yes.
0: (laughs) You guys pulled it off for sure. If we can, I want to dive into your performance a little bit because I mean, horror performances always impress me because it's not it's not easy to look horrified and and make it believable. Yeah. But with this film, you and your co-stars not only do it, but there are so many instances where, you know, we're just living on your face (laughs) for long periods of time. So. I guess my question is how do you get yourself there mentally and how do you stay there? Because you're also, we're also filming this in a very different way than, you know, yeah. a normal movie film.
1: Oh uh, yeah. So we, I mean, getting ourselves mentally was, I think on one hand, it, it really helps that we are all friends in real life. So when you're, you know, it made it easy, all the dialogue was improbbed and that was made easier because we are used to just chatting shit with each other, talk, you know, we've got a a really comfortable rapport. So you could just play around in that aspect. And then later on in the film, we're shooting all the death scenes. Uh, Rob Savage, our director, did a really clever thing where we shot all the stunts and the deaths first so that he could cut them together and Brenna, our editor, get a quick cut so that while we were actually filming that scene rather than us normally having to imagine, okay, this is what's going to happen. You're going to see Caroline die in this way, you know, whatnot. Uh, we could actually just see that footage. And so Mm. made it a lot easier to continuously react to it because, you know, it is like horrific watching your friend go through this. And since they are my real friends in real life, there's a bit of you that can just like it, you know, if you feel that extra bit of twinge in your stomach that keeps the yeah going in the stress. And another thing Rob did was he would show us horror clips before we'd start filming a scene. So, you know, he'd he would yell cut and we'd kind of have a chat about everything. And as because we were also doing all, you know, we were by ourselves in our flats, we were doing all of our own. Um, Basically our own crew, all our own makeup, all of our own camera operating, all of our own sound and everything um, while being guided by our wonderful crew on Zoom. But you know you gotta check everything between takes, and so then to get back into the next take, Rob would show us horror clips from various things like Midsummer and The Nun and Conjuring and and whatnot, which are terrifying. So to, before every take, we just get to the, be put in this state of fear that then helps propel that emotion forward. So you are able to just do it over and over again. And I, I mean, I've never done a horror before, and I will say like. Horror actors are now bowed down because it, it takes a lot of stamina to keep up that level of fear and emotion, and and to sob and sob and sob. I mean, I
0: yeah, or burning and just just energy. Yeah. It's just it's a, it's constant energy because I've worked on a few horror films, and at the end of the day, it's like the actors are just worn out. You know? Oh
1: yeah, I would go for walks and just like. <laughs> Like the only thing I could do by the end of the day was just like walk outside trying to get some sunlight because we we're in these blacked out rooms trying to just, yeah. you know, you're exhausted in a good way, though. It was like, you know, yeah, like playing a really good round of football or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. So,
0: talk to us a little bit about, as you said, you guys had crew members aiding you through Zoom and you guys pull off some really impressive stuff. In particular, some of the stunts that your character does are like, whoa, talk to us about like, Working with your guys' stunt coordinators, how you guys were able to do that remotely, and just the whole production process with that—I was really impressed by that.
1: Thank you. Yeah, the the doing all the stunts. I mean, that was probably one of my favorite days. Was that's the first thing we shot from mm-hmm. one of my character. It was actually the very first day of shooting too. We had our amazing stunt team from Lucky Thirteen Action, Nathaniel and Matt, come over to our flat, and lockdown had been lifted just slightly so that they were able to come over in full PPE and. And they brought a crash mat to my flat. And so they, you know, they rigged me up with a harness and elbow pads and knee pads and kind of the whole padding. So I was perfectly safe. So I could just like throw my body on the floor, but they taught me how to do it safely first on the crash mat. And then as soon as they they were happy that I wasn't going to break my wrist, <laughs> they took away the crash mat. They're like, okay, now you got to fall for real. And I was like, oh, well, this is very different when you don't have a safety blanket. But then just having been taught how to do it, I was able to fall and be like, oh, once it's done, like, when, you know, once you have that first fall, you kind of, it's really fun. Like, it's just a yeah. fun thing to do. I get why, like, stunts look as as cool as it does is because you're having so such a good time. And so they rigged up a rope to, oh, I don't want to, do I want to say...
0: Yeah, you can we could duck that. Okay,
1: okay. Oh, well so I'll so I won't say exactly what happens, but I was rigged up with ropes so that they could pull me in certain directions and kind of help guide where my body needed to go. And then our amazing VFX team led by Stephen Bray was able to paint all of it out after and post. But I got to do my own stunt, which is amazing. And then they did. I know we had um uh, Ginny and Anna so Ginny in the film is also a stunt performer as is Teddy they're both actors and stunt performers and then we had a wonderful stunt uh, double Anna for Emma and Radina. and there's a, a group of um, Anna lives with a couple other guys that are in a stunt house so they have basically rigged their house to be able to perform various stunts and cool things and so kind of just let them do all the the crazy stuff like you know And Teddy is trained to be set on fire. So we set him on fire. Sorry, spoiler. But uh, it, yeah, it was pretty, it was, I think all that stuff really adds to the film to make it like, step it up to a level where it's not just a film that's shot on an iPhone in Zoom. It's a professional, well-done film.
0: Absolutely. I was going back and forth between having oh shit moments of fear and having oh shit moments of like, oh shit, they just (laughs) pulled that off. That's very incredible. (laughs) Me too. Before my next question, I want to just point out that you're you're officially English now because you said they came over to my flat. (laughs) So (laughs) for, for my American listeners, flat means... Apartment. Home apartment.
1: <laughs> oh no, I've, I've I've had to assimilate to the culture so that uh, I don't get made fun of too much. For no,
0: it's 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 totally cool. I like I like that term flat. I just I noticed you said it. I was like, oh, she's she's on the hook now.
1: Oh no, she's, what have I? Doing? There's no going back. <laughs> I'll have to translate a few of these in the bottom of of the podcast.
0: Yeah, once you go flat, you never go back. There That's go. what they say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if we can, I want to kind of go back to the beginning and the inception of how this project came to be because I just discovered this this morning of how this project kind of started with your guys director and he essentially pulled a prank on you guys. Can you tell us that story?
1: Yeah, so um, Rob, Rob Savage, director, he we've all got a group together that we started when quarantine happened called the Quarantine Movie Club where we were just watching movies together, all the actresses in the film, and then our basically our entire production team as well is in that group. So we'd been watching movies together, a lot of them, anything we could find on Netflix party. And then we would have Zoom parties together as well and try and play games or do quizzes or whatnot. And then one time Rob was on the Zoom and he was saying that he was hearing noises in his attic. And so obviously we were like, go look in your attic. Like let's, you know, let's explore it together. And oh, jokes, jokes. If, you know, somebody's living in there, maybe you have a a homeless man that's been moved in with you and you didn't notice. Uh, So little to, you know, without us knowing he had cut footage from wreck in with like, and was able to sneakily take his, phone and and he was i think zooming us on his phone and then was able to take the phone and then the phone was recording the laptop screen as he went into his attic which was actually the wreck attic and this zombie <laughs> child jumps out at us all and so we all scream and then rob had rigged it again so that his you know he grabs the phone out and it looks like he's fallen from his attic and he's lying dead on the floor <laughs> And I think a lot, like the, the reactions are all like everyone screams. And then some of us, like, I know I started laughing at him because I was like, okay, it's definitely not real. But like also my reaction to when I'm freaked out is to just giggle. And so we all he cut a bunch of the footage together of us reacting to this and put it online. And it, it got like 7 million views in a couple of days and got picked up by Lad Bible and a couple other random publications that made it go a little bit viral and then that's when shutter and a bunch of other production companies got in contact with Rob to say, you know, this is great. Can you make a full length version? And they went with shutter because shutter was willing to just do it now. Like a lot of the other production companies, I think we're going to wait until post quarantine and shutter was just willing to let them to let Rob and Jed Shepard, um, one of the executive producers just create host right now with their friends with all the people they had worked with before like so they they gave the permission and signed everything over and then then we got created host as you have seen it
0: outstanding what a awesome story of how of how a movie came to be yeah. i mean
1: so random but like
0: it's it's like super random but i mean hey 2020 is super random exactly. so now this movie's come out it's it's a big hit and it's hitting with people because everybody is you know, basically living on Zoom. Mm-hmm. When you guys made this movie or when when you finished it, this was a very fast process. You guys yeah. got greenlit, you made it, you shot it, you released it, and, and it's a hit like three months ago you weren't doing this what's it just like for you it's got to be kind of a whirlwind if you can just talk us through if, oh, if that's yeah. even possible <laughs> what this is like
1: yeah the i mean the process of making the film i think in total was 12 weeks from conception to delivery to shutter and that was about you know we we got a phone call from rob saying can you guys jump on zoom and I want to, you know, ask you something. And all of us are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we know this drill. Like, don't, I don't try right.
0: to. Do
1: it. <laughs> on it." And he pitched it to us. Um, do you guys, you know, do you guys want to make a, a short film that's been commissioned by Shudder? Absolutely. When is it shooting? Oh, in two weeks. Oh, okay, great. And then, you know, we would just all of a sudden started getting packages from our producer, Douglas Cox, and and everything we needed to sort of set ourselves up to film. And then we shot for about a week straight. And then we had to, a couple, you know, each one of us had to do a couple pickups. Once Brenna, our editor, started to kind of hack away at the mountains of footage we sent her, and then I think that was a couple weeks of, of editing and then VFX and all the kind of bits, and then having to show it to Shutter. And then twelve weeks later, it was it was like we delivered the film on Tuesday to Shutter, and it was live on Thursday. So they're like, Shutter has been amazing through this whole process, but it's just been really, you know, we. We made the film when first we thought it was one, it was going to be a short film to start. And then once they cut it together, they're like, oh, it's actually like a two and a half hour film and we need to get it down to under an hour, which they're able right. to do. So then it went from a short film to a feature film and we put it out thinking, you know, our friends will watch it and maybe it'll get a couple of horror fans and, you know, it'll go into the Rolodex that shutter has and, and we made a film hooray. Within a couple of days, we were getting calls and, you know, being written up by the New York Times and NPR and The Guardian. And it's just like a constant stream of amazing press. And I think the the coolest thing for me has been just the the fans, especially on like Twitter and Instagram who, you know, I've never really been a Twitter user before this. And now realizing how easy it is to connect with people from all over the world who are really excited to watch your film or love the film yeah. and want to just say nice things about it. <laughs> like I spend all day long just like, on Twitter, we treating and tweeting back to people. And it's just been it's been crazy because it doesn't feel almost doesn't feel like it's exploded as the way it has because, you know, I'm still got to go to the grocery store and we're still like, you know, everyone's still a little cautious here about going out and whatnot. But then my phone has been blown up and it is awesome.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's all well deserved and well earned. You guys did an incredible job. It is a fantastic watch. You guys at home, you can watch Host. It's on shutter right now. I implore you all to do it. It's just a kick ass good time. You will not be disappointed. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Haley is going to help us out with our favorite segment, Gimme Three. That's a wrap on the 2020 Los Angeles Diversity Film Festival. Yesterday marked the official end to our month long virtual fest. We want to send our love and gratitude to all of our incredibly talented filmmakers. And a huge thanks to ViewLift for helping us create our beautiful streaming platform. Thanks to Alive for hosting our virtual panels. And last but certainly not least, a humongous thanks to all of you, our fans who attended the festival. We appreciate all the positive feedback, and we're already getting started on our next event. Hopefully we'll be able to bring it to you in person because we sure as hell miss all of your faces. And now we'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the passing of a brilliant actor gone too soon. Chadwick Bozeman passed away at the young age of 43 after a four-year-long battle with colon cancer. In his short but storied career, Bozeman played Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, and of course, the Black Panther. You will be more than missed, Chadwick. You will be cherished. Rest in power. And now back to the show and we are back on film forward we are here with my friend Haley Bishop she's a writer she's an actor she is an amazing person and she's about to give us three films that have inspired her inspired her work Haley let us get your first one
1: that is the best intro. Thank you for that. Um, so my first film, I'm gonna throw it back to uh the late 90s to you, 10 Things I Hate About You, the old classic rom com, um, mm-hmm. stuff of you know Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. I mean, this is probably one of the I feel like how old do I would have been? Probably like 10 ish years old. Uh, I remember f- seeing this movie and just like I love old romantic comedies i love the fact that it's you know it's based on shakespeare as an actor obviously that is near and dear to my heart but just the film is so funny and well acted and and it's creative and interesting and i yeah it's one of those that i whenever i'm having like a rainy day i just want to throw it on and just enjoy watching i think it's one like it's it's an uncomplicated just pleasurable movie to watch and be on the ride for and really shows like you know, good writing. I love Kristen Smith and Kate, uh, Karen McCullen are I think they're just brilliant writers when it comes to screenplays and dialogue and creating this little world. That's like, you know, what we wish high school was, even though it wasn't exactly that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I really love that movie. It, it is, it holds up because it's Shakespeare. Obviously Shakespeare is, you know, stood the test of time, but it's, you don't. you don't have to know that it's Shakespeare to enjoy it. Like it is just a, it's a great romantic comedy, fun time. If you want to have a nice popcorn movie and just enjoy the ride, it's for you. If you want to, you know, enjoy something that's uh, with a little more depth, it's for you. It, it works on a lot of levels. Yeah,
1: I agree. Like, I always think they don't make movies like this anymore. Like, I can't remember the last time I've seen a good rom-com like in the classic rom con sense, that wasn't super cheesy or wasn't relying on like, you know, terrible, really good looking models to pull it off. Right. That I, yeah, this always brings you back. And that this is the type of film I think I've been like striving to write a feature like this one day is my goal. That if I can pull something off, then I'll have my life will have been a success.
0: And of course, You've got Mr. Heath Ledger in it, who, you know, is always it's always great to revisit his work oh. gone too soon. Obviously, the cast beside him is just stacked. It's a really just top to bottom, incredible cast.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the who? I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, even this like Allison Janning as the as the teacher in like her small little role is amazing. Give her all the supporting actor noms. She's great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. First choice, Haley Bishop. You cannot go wrong with 10 Things I Hate About You. You cannot go wrong with Shakespeare.
1: It's the best. (laughs)
0: Let's go for your second.
1: Okay. Second choice. This is our newer film. It came out last year called Thunder Road. Mm-hmm. by the brilliant Jim Cummings and the wonderful friends of mine at Vanishing Angle. I it's, if you haven't seen it yet, it's, I think it won South by Southwest in 2017 or 18, probably 18. And it's just, it's so great. It, it, I find it a really inspiring film, just about a police officer that Jim Cummings directed and starred in it and wrote it. Who's dealing with the death of his mother, but it's a, a really relatable film and dealing with grief and kind of the different stages of grief, but it's also super funny. Uh, The Music's great. Like it's well acted. It's kind of all around this amazing film. And then on top of it, it's an indie film, which I find very inspiring as, as a filmmaker myself, because I know like I met Jim last year and he was telling me how they, you know, they raised the money themselves. It wasn't through a studio process. The film did very, very well in the festival circuit. And then it started getting a theatrical release. And it's just like the knowing like the budget is like, I think like under 200,000 or something like that, like, you know, low budget film in that sense for it to then explode and do so well. It really... Really inspiring to see what you can do when you've got a good story and a good script and just like a lot of passionate people behind the film that want to make it great. Yeah, I highly recommend Thunder Road if you haven't seen it.
0: I have not seen it, but it's been on my list for a while. Jim Cummings is incredibly talented. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if you've seen any of his short films from before this, but his short films are really, really breathtaking.
1: We went to Sundance with a short that I did with Rob, actually called "Donna the Deaf" uh, in 2017, I think. That was, mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017. And Jim's film, "The Robbery," was there. Yeah. And this was before I even heard of, um, you know, this is my first intro to him. Was this film, and it's still today one of my favorite short films ever. It's a one take, and just like, again, like brilliant little story, brilliantly acted, really brilli- brilliantly de- um, executed. Like he is. He has got the Midas touch.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, it is shot by a good friend of mine. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Drew Daniels, uh, the DP of Thunder Road. He's G- he's going to be one of yeah he's he's going to be one of the, yeah, the top notch DPs in in the industry in in ten years time. He shot Waves, which come came ah. out last year as well.
1: I have um, uh, Waves has been on my list for ages, and we missed it in the theaters here because I think I was like back in the US visiting my mom when it was here in the UK. So, yeah. Like, oh, and I've just heard nothing but amazing things about that film.
0: Check it out, Drew did a Check he her. knocked it out of the park. But I'm excited to see what Jim comes out with next because that kid's got talent. I say yeah. kid; he's older than me, but you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> yeah,
1: thing, um, I know they shot a like a werewolf film. I think is the next one. There's a couple. There's a the beta test, and then. Uh, And then I know a werewolf one. I can't remember the name of it Um, that's coming out. And yeah, I just, I love Vanishing Angle too. They're just, they're amazing. They're such cool dudes.
0: Yeah, they do good work. Mm -hmm. They do good work. Okay, so I'm going to have to finally... Hunker down and watch that one because it is yeah. uh, it's been on my list for a while, but now you've oh, yeah. brought it back up in my memory. So
1: yeah. it needs to be a, an immediate watch. It's really it's really hard. I watched it with my with my boyfriend and he like he cried in it. So wow, he, he never cries. So I was like, oh, <laughs> this is a good film.
0: Well, I always cry, so I'm oh, sure it. it'll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Haley, your third and your final.
1: My third choice is going to be book smart, which Olivia wildes That's her directorial debut, right? It is. It
0: is. Yeah. A remarkable debut.
1: And just fucking, she knocks it out of the park with that. I mean, the whole movie is, is so funny. It's so cute. It's, I think, you know, it's a super bad for us girls, which I loved. Um, I, you know, I, I think, the whole, the movie from start to finish is just this really lovely wild ride that you get to go on with Beanie Feldstein and and Caitlin Dever. They're so perfectly cast. Their chemistry as, as friends is like, you know, I can relate to that so much of my own. It's like the type of movie that I wish I had thought of and wish I was also in. And actually I do prefer just to have Olivia direct me in anything. <laughs> 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 One day she. I'm really glad to hear she's got the Marvel film coming out. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'll get to uh, get to audition for that, maybe. But yeah, Booksmart. I'm glad it got all the love that it's deserved too, because I think it's really opened a nice kind of doorway for other films that are like female directed, female written, female starring. Like that don't have to just be about love and finding a man.
0: Absolutely. I saw it when it came out in theaters and just loved it. Obviously, I wasn't dissecting it at all. I was just along for the ride and just laughing my ass off, but I'm in a screenwriting group on Saturdays and like we kind of like watch pieces of movies just to dissect how they start a the script or how they do, you know, do this and that. And last week actually, we watched the first 10 minutes of Booksmart. Ah. It might not have even been 10 minutes, but my god, like it is just flawless how many characters it introduces and it just sets all of their rules like right off the top it's just brilliant and very efficient screenwriting but makes it feel uh, completely effortless
1: yeah and then they tie everything up so well at the end even just like tiny little things like Mm -hmm. the uh, the girl with when she picks her up on the side of the road and gives her the ride home and is like well this isn't you know they didn't they don't call me i forget the nickname but they don't call me that because of you know X, Y, and Z. It was because I used to give people rides home. And so you just feel for every character in that film by the end of it, whether they started out as the antagonist and now they're the protagonist and it flips, you know, it does a brilliant job of flipping everybody on their heads by the end so that you go on this, this ride with them and you, you like everyone and also equally dislike when you're not supposed to the, the two leads
0: yeah. And that and it's kind of unique for a teen movie in that way because we've seen so many teen movies where, yeah. you know, like the shitty kids are the shitty kids. Yeah. And they're and they're shitty because they're shitty. But yeah. this was like, well the shitty kids aren't really that shitty. There's a reason why they have these like defense mechanisms, which is, you know, that speaks to a lot of truth. <laughs> if you've yeah. ever been to high school.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just think the, the, the characters don't feel like they're in high school, even though the premise is, you know, going to a high school party. It's like, I am yeah. I find them very relatable, even though I haven't been in high school for quite a while now. Right. Uh, fight scene at the end, their argument scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I just love. I just love the way, like, from a filmmaking standpoint, I love the way that that was directed and shot. Yeah, so brilliant, so clever. Said brilliant quite a lot. It's Family adjective.
0: Well, it's it deserves it. Um, <laughs> and that's another that's another English ism. You're. Uh, oh,
1: that's- maybe that's what it is. Oh, <laughs> no, I knew it. Oh, no, I'm
0: telling that. you, you're <laughs> on the hook. You're maybe on the hook, you- mate.
1: Oh no. Oh, this is good. Mate feels good though. That's a fun one to use. Yeah.
0: I like that one. (laughs) Well, that is an excellent third choice. Excellent three. Booksmart, if you have not seen it, please, please watch it. It is a great time. And also, if you are a screenwriter or an actor or a director, I highly recommend reading the script because it is great read, flies off the page, and it's just expertly executed. So Haley, excellent three choices. Thank you, so much for doing this it's great catching up and i'm so so happy for you and the success of this film
1: thanks so much nick it's been really fun
0: you guys can check out host on shutter it is available now if you want a good scare this is the movie for you and it is of the time for sure (laughs) like we're all (laughs) stuck at home i know y'all got nothing to do so check out this movie Haley. thank you again Thank you. Thank you all for listening to Film Forward, and we will catch you next time. Our recording engineer and mixer is Anselm Kennedy. The podcast is produced by Anselm, Sonia Maru, and yours truly. Thanks for joining us on Film Forward, and you'll hear us next time.